Truth in Our Time by Arkham Diag IV. Chapter 1 Serboshev Impact Site Epsilon 7. It may seem strange to start a treatise on the Nightmare War with a chapter on an asteroid impact site, but what Viral researchers found in that impact site forever changed history, and I believe, is ultimately the reason why the Nightmare War ended in such carnage. It was in the latter months of 2BW that an expedition was dispatched by the Viral Royal Society to document and explore the craters in Serboshev. Initially, little of note was documented, and their missives to the Royal Society were increasingly spartan, which led to a letter being sent in the final days of 2BW cancelling their expedition and seizing any lines of funding. Ironically, if this message were received sooner, all the tragedy of the Nightmare War might have been avoided, but alas, Viral's postal services were never one of its imperial strengths. As such, it arrived after they had made their initial inspection of E7, and first located a minute amount of CIS E7S3, or Sarbashev Impact Site Epsilon 7 Sample 3, what would become to later be known as Nightmare Rock, though Nightmare Dust would be a better name for this sample, as small in size as it was. Now, upon hearing of this, the leader of the expedition, a certain Malayne Rizbok, who had long been working as a double agent with Burrell's neighbor, the Republic of Set, couriered the samples to his set handlers. Thinking if there was anything of value, then maybe he would be able to retire outside of academia, after what he had termed in personal missives as a disaster of an expedition, a pointless crusade staffed with the least experienced society members who would be damned by its mediocrity. However, Malayne's treachery was known by the Byral Royal Society's spycatcher division, but his betrayal was again, due to their ineffectual post, not discovered until after the package had made its way into set. The Byral Royal Society's spycatcher division managed to arrange for it to be destroyed by an operative in the city of Liddell near such southern border with the Lem Protectorate. Disastrously, the operative succeeded, arranging a fire in the set post office that was holding the samples, all of which were destroyed, excepting CIS E7S3, which when ignited produced a deadly gas which killed those within a hundred yards instantly, while those within three miles, or approximately the city and surrounding farmland, were the first to be affected with what would later come to be known the drain. Set's military intelligence operations, headed by Oliz Herz, having known of the samples, dispatched a regiment of their extreme warfare unit, EWU-47, to the site in tandem with the Magister's engineering unit, MU-03, which quickly enacted a quarantine and, unsure of the source of the plague, attempted to purge the city with fire using flash-built Merkincant model siege engines. This only led to another metastasization of CIS E7S3, which poisoned all of MEU-03 and EWU-47, excepting those in containment suits operating the siege engines. Alice Hurst took immediate control of the operation of quarantining Liddell, covering up the second outbreak and publicly blaming the initial outbreak on Burrell experimenting with a superweapon, the likes of which the world had never seen. He quickly assembled a task force of seemingly promising but intentionally incompetent officers to add a fact-finding coalition in tandem with the Lem Protectorate and three of the five member nations of the Alliance of Independent Militarized States, against the Empire of Burrell in general and the Royal Society in particular. Popular sentiment in Burrell was against the Royal Society, and initial purges destroyed great swaths of historical, magical, and cultural relics, and several members were publicly lynched by mobs of malcontents. Ironically, the coalition claimed these actions were attempts to hide the truth by the Royal Society. While many of my fellow historians still stand by this line of reasoning, Marshall Burns and Opeth Kai independently came to the same conclusion, using records sought to be destroyed and personal interviews suppressed by the Peace and Reconciliation hearings, and I, as most well-headed scholars do, find their evidence indisputable that these actions were not taken by or on behalf of the Royal Society, and did not destroy meaningful evidence. Public sentiment quickly turned, however, when the coalition claimed that the monarch, Queen Elsvane III, was behind the attack on Liddell. The evidence for this was always suspect. 
An end. It led to two of the Alliance of Independent Militarized States members leaving, and the LEM Protectorate restaffing their membership of the committee to be the most zealous of adherents to their state-mandated religion. Nonetheless, even the People's Queen couldn't withstand her machinations, and she and her royal guard fled, in secret, to the Moan Free States, and left a pretender behind in an attempt to fool the coalition. And it worked, as the coalition was all too willing to summarily execute Queen Elsvane III, not knowing it was really her double, and place Byrell under coalition rule, with those still remaining working to ransack all of Byrell's once great wealth. It is with this execution, however, that the Byrell Resistance Union formed, and began to work in secret, and eventually, in brash assassination and sabotage efforts, to subvert the coalition's grasp on Byrell.